Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. This is Angela Payton, Pastor Angela Payton from Grace Through Faith Worship Center, wishing you a happy, happy Saturday. Um, You've made it through the week. Uh, God has blessed you, and we are here on Saturday to uh, spend some time in prayer and just just to just to exalt the Lord and just worship Him, Amen. And so we really want you to uh, to engage with us uh, for a few for a few minutes while we just begin to just lift up the name of Jesus, allow the Lord to just speak to you, and uh, in the area of prayer, and we're going to be decreeing and declaring some things. You know, God is a God of uh, the supernatural. He's a God that will answer prayer, and if we lay it before him, he says that he is one to answer. So he lends an ear not only to your prayers, but he, he sends the angels to, on your behalf to begin to uh, to execute what you decree in faith. And as we be, really believe it, and we lock arms with other believers, um, then God is miraculously changing and transforming and doing those phenomenal things in our lives that we we ordinarily wouldn't be able to do with with um with just being by ourselves um and and um and sometimes it just takes it just takes a village right so we just we just want you to just relax um and just enjoy this time as we fellowship together lord we thank you for today i thank you lord god that you god honor this time as we pray and worship you and seek your face because you're a good God. And you're a good God all the time. And so, Lord, we love you. We honor you. And, Father, we don't look to the left or to the right, but we look unto you, which is the author and the finisher of our faith. And so, Lord, we thank you. I just thank you and I honor you, Lord God. And we worship you and we praise you. And we just lift you up. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today, you know, the Lord was just working with me and just dealing with me this week. And just it's been one of these weeks where you just have so many things that's going on. But the Lord was saying to me, and it's just a word for whoever's on the line, is to is to just check your heart when it comes to God and to follow peace. You know, when you follow peace, it it surpasses all understanding. And when you check your heart and see if your heart is aligned with the Word of God, then it it ushers in that peace. Amen. And it doesn't matter what is going on in your life that may not be aligned with the Word of God. You know, situations and circumstances that may be fighting you, and pushing against you. You know, this. the scripture says, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And if you take that literally, there is no weapon. There is no circumstance nor situation that can stand up against the word of God. So, Father, I just lift the person up right now that may be having a situation in their life, and they need the hope of your calling upon them. They need to know that you love them. They need to feel and hear and sense the love 
and sincerity of Almighty God. And I pray, Father, as they open their heart, that you come in, that you usher in your presence and your peace upon them. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter how um, it's going, but we know that you are faithful and that as we submit our hearts and our minds to you, that you, O oh Lord, will answer our prayers. And it doesn't matter how stubborn that problem seems to be. We know that you're God that answers prayer. So, Lord, I thank you even now that this prayer, this petition that they have before you is taken care of, that you are meeting their need right now. You're meeting the need, and there's no weapon formed against them that will ever prosper. So, Lord, we, we honor that. We we thank you, Father, for that, and we just... We we trust in you to take care of that situation. We're just going to trust you. We're just going to have that safety net, that security in you, that you're going to meet their need. Amen? So that's one of the things that, that was one um, thing that the Lord was just telling me, was that um, we have to check our heart and see if we're, if our hearts are in the right place, our motives are in the right place, um, that we hadn't strayed away in our hearts towards the Lord and that we are at peace knowing that God is in control. Amen. And so that was just a word that I want to share with you um, and that you, you need to be at peace. You need to find peace and you need to settle in on the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And you have to just soak it in and allow the Lord to settle you in his peace. Because he loves you. He loves you and he cares about you. Amen. And so we need to we need to shore up our ourselves and say, I know that God loves me. You know what I mean? I know that he cares for me. And I'm settled in on his peace. I don't look at the, I'm not looking at my future. I'm not looking at my past. I'm looking right now at where I am. And I know that God has given me peace. He's given me peace. He's given me peace. He's given me the ability to trust him. Amen. So I'm just praying. This week I had like three or four people to call me that was in need of prayer. And I just go before them every need that was petitioned, that that they needed someone to agree with them. I pray that every need, every petition, that they have is taken care of. Amen. Because in Jesus, it's a yes and it's an amen. It's a yes and it's an amen. And we don't have to cower down to the enemy in any form or fashion. We just trust him 
and we understand that his word trumps all. We don't have to cower down. We can just trust him. Amen. So that's just a word that the Lord gave me, and I just wanted to share that with you, that we're going to trust the Lord. We're going to be at peace. We know that he's figuring it out. He's the one that's taking care of it all. Amen. So just be assured that he's heard your prayers and he's answering those prayers right now. Anybody that's in need of healing, I just begin to pray, right? Let's let's begin to pray right now for healing in your body. You know, the Lord wants us well. It's a part of our kingdom benefits to be well. You know, it's like understanding that if you're in America, there's benefits. If you're in the U.K., there's benefits for being a citizen. Well, it's the same way in God's kingdom. In God's economy, there is actual benefits to being in his kingdom. And one of those benefits is to be well, is to be whole, is to be sound, and not have to concern yourself with being sick or ill. Amen? And so we have to recognize that God is a God who's a healer. And so I I just want to admonish you to not not allow the enemy to steal your benefits. You know, sometimes you drop your card or you drop your driver's license, and then someone may want to take advantage of that. But what you have to do is take it back from the enemy. It's not theirs. They're not the rightful owners. Amen? And so we have to realize that, and then we have to take authority back from the enemy. Today I'm going to read in Psalms, our scripture for today, we're going to read Psalms 46. It says, God is our refuge, and he is a and he is our strength. He is a very present help. What? In trouble. He's a very present help in trouble. God is going to be your refuge. And God will be your strength. And he will be a very present help in trouble. Now, very present help means that he's present right then. He's not far off somewhere in the distance, he's right there at that moment. And we can draw upon his strength. We can draw upon him being strong in our lives. And he is a refuge. He will protect us. Refuge means to be protected from the enemy. Amen. So Psalms 46 is very, Psalms 46 is very powerful. God is your refuge. He is your strength. When you don't know which way to turn, when you don't know left and right, he will give you the wisdom that you need. He will give you the next stepping stone. He will give you the next uh, bill of of health. He will give you the next um, ideas. He will give you the next path forward. Amen? And all we have to do is what? In verse 2, it says, therefore what? What is your response? I don't need to fear Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river 
the river of life, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She should not be moved. God is saying, I'm in the midst of you. I live on the inside of you, and you shall not be moved. God shall help you, and that right early. He's going to be right there. He's going to be right there. He's going to be right there. Amen? And so we know that we know that we know that God is for you. He will strengthen you. He will give you the strength. And he is a present help in times of trouble. You know, we have to recognize that God is, in fact, our help. Not some other entity, not your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. God himself said that I will be your refuge and I am your strength. And our response is we don't need to fear. You know, as you go on in this lifetime, you are going to be what? Confronted with fear versus faith. You're going to have to decide that I'm going to live in faith. I'm going to live in trust in God's word. I'm going to live in trust in his authority. You know, his word is life. It's a life force. It goes out and it begins to recreate and redo and create things. It's alive. You know what I mean? It's alive. And so we have to recognize that his word is a living word. It's just not something written on pages, but it actually is a force to be reckoned with. I was listening yesterday um, to this new movie that they, they're going to have coming out. Um, Oprah Winfrey is producing. I, I think she's going to be one of the actresses in this particular movie. But my point is is that they, they had this young lady, and for some reason she had this unique thing where her cells could live outside for uh, outside of her body but for a long time, and they were able to do several tests using her cells. And I guess my point is is that we have to re- recognize just like, you know, in this particular case, those cells were able to live outside, we have to understand that God's word is a living force. It's like living cells, and it goes out and it performs something. It's something that's not dormant. You know, when you read your word, when you study the word, when you begin to meditate on the word, know that it's going to, it's going, it's for action. It's active. Amen. It's active. The word of God is like a seed, but it grows and it is active and it's going out and it's performing. And so when we give it a chance to germinate and, and be a seed into our heart, it's actually moving and living and growing and going to 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 action for us. And that is a powerful statement to say, but it is true. We are to what walk by Faith in what? Faith in his word. Faith in his word. 
He said, I'm going to be your refuge. So we can speak to those mountains in our lives. If it's our pocketbook, we speak to it. And we, we can tell that pocketbook, your purse, your money, your bank account, to line up with what God says. And then it goes out and it's active. It goes out and changes things. You get a new job. You get a new opportunity. You get new clients. You you go after it because it is yours for the taking. It's active. And what we have to do is we have to get ourselves into a level of expectation, of expectation. The enemy is always going to use tactics to discourage you. But you have to say, just like um, David said, he encouraged himself in the Lord. You know, sometimes it comes down to only you going to encourage you in the Lord. So that's why the scriptures are so important. I'm not saying other people can't encourage you. Praise God for other people, the pastors, the teacher, whoever. But when you go to the Word, it will encourage you. It will encourage you to believe the truth. And the truth is, is God is always for you. Your your experiences is no match for what God's word says. You just say, that should just create you even more of a hunger, even more of a hunger for you to go for it and say, Lord, you said this in your word that I'm to be the head and not the tail. And so I decree and declare today that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am a millionaire, if that's what you want to be. I am strong. I am solid. I am healed. I am at peace. I am, you know, my children are phenomenal. They are well-behaved. You need to decree that, and you need to declare, thus saith the Lord, I am the head of this company. I have businesses that are successful and prosperous. I have clients that are coming to me and making purchases. I am this person that people want to be around. Whatever your situation is, whatever you need to decree and declare, you need to begin to speak it out of your mouth, to speak it out of your mouth. You need to what? You need to begin to water the word. You know, sometimes we 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 have to understand the protocol of what God did. In the beginning, God, what? He said. He didn't just think about it. He said it. And when he said it, it what? Became reality. And so there is a place in our priestly um, vocabulary, if you will, in our priestly duties to decree and declare because we see God saying that. You know, he said that in the beginning, God said he created the heavens and the earth, and he said it was good. You know, you can just go back and look in the beginning. Let's go to Genesis and say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God, what? In verse 3, said, and God said, let there be light, and there was. 
But then you go down to verse 6, and it says, And God said, let there be. You need to say in your life, in your situation, in your circumstances, God said, let there be, and it is, and it was, and it is in your life, and God said. So today, Father, I thank you that, God, you said in my lifetime, Lord God, that I am to be the head and not the tail. And I decree today that I am the head and not the tail. I am the head of my company. I am the head of my agency. I am the head of my own business, Lord. I am the head, and my business is successful. 360 degrees, it will be successful. It is successful. Lord God, I thank you for all the resources that I need in order for it to be successful. I thank you, Lord, for favor for those who will need to release monies into my hand, Lord God, that I will have favor. We decree it in the name of Jesus. Father, I decree that I am healthy, that I am strong, that every cell in my body responds positively to the word of the living God. Father, I make your word final authority in my life. My mind and my thoughts will not be one that will be discouraged. Even when I get discouraging news, Lord God, I know that you're creating new pathways in order for me to reach my destiny in a successful manner. And so, Lord, I'm not discouraged because I know that you are truly in your heart want me to be successful. In your mind's eye, I cannot fail. And so, Lord, with that, I can praise you and I thank you and that we're holding, you're holding my hand through the process. And as long as I don't let go of you, I will be successful. I can't even sabotage what you want to do in my life what you want to bless me with. And, Lord God, I repent from any unworthiness that I have in my heart, that I don't deserve it, that I don't need to receive it. Father, I curse the root of that spirit is not of you. And we thank you, Lord God, that I find myself acceptable because you found me acceptable and worthy to die, worthy to live, and worthy to be victorious and successful, Lord. I thank you, Father, for that. I thank you because it's your grace. It's your grace. It's your grace, Lord God. It's your grace, Lord God. And I'm not going to no longer punish myself for anything that I have have done, hadn't done, wish I had did, Lord God. But I release that um, your spirit of grace that I don't need to punish even myself for things that I'm not pleased with or things that happen. Father, I rebuke that that will cause in this spirit of unworthiness. Lord God, no more punishment. I won't receive any punishment or rejection from anybody else, Lord God. That's their problem. It's not mine. I release them in love to you, Lord God. You touch their heart and you move on them, Lord God. But I thank you, Lord God, that I receive your acceptance in me and I won't allow anybody else's rejection or punishment of anything that I have done to trump that, Lord God. 
so that my heart is open to receive your many blessings. Lord, today is going to be a new day for many people when they don't allow someone else that wants to punish them, somebody else that wants to reject them. But, Lord, we just rebuke that spirit because we are worthy. Why? Because you said so. And you're our Father. And we receive you as our Father. We receive you as our Father and the person that will speak into our lives through the Word of God. And as you speak to our lives and to my heart and to our minds, we won't, we'll let that flood our soul and flood our heart so that we're acceptable because you said it, Lord God, and you hold us dear to you. And you said, I look, and you look in our eyes and said, I find you acceptable. I find you worthy. And we can embrace you and embrace those words from your mouth and settle in our heart and be at peace. And I just thank you. Some of you need to just, just get an image of Jesus just looking to you and looking at you in, in eye to eye and saying, you're worthy. You're acceptable. Don't let anybody else tell you that you're not. I don't reject you. I'm not punishing you. I love you. So can we move on from here? I want to bless you. You know, sometimes when somebody's looking in your eye and you're not quite convinced that you're all of that, you sometimes you'll look away. But God is just taking your head and looking and pulling it up. And he's telling you, look in my face and look in my eyes and know that I love you with an everlasting love, that I love you and that you're worthy and that you're acceptable and that I'm not rejecting you and I'm surely not punishing you. And so we can move on from here. And and you'll get healed from that. You'll get healed. You know, you begin to pray for your enemies and pray for those who despitefully use you because you know they're missing out on the greatest love story that there ever is, is that God is the one who forgives. See, the God, God, through Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. Can you imagine giving up your only begotten son? So that's how valuable the Lord sees you, that he was willing to give up his only son so that you could go free. And so we shouldn't despise that, or we shouldn't, we should carry that with a lot of weight and understanding that God said, I find you acceptable. I'm not rejecting you, nor would I ever punish you for anything. I want us to be in relationship. I want you to know me. I want to know you, but I want you to know me. And I want us to be intimate. I want you to be able to pour your heart out to me and not be afraid and not hold back but just to give me all of who you are, and I'm giving you all of who I am. You you understand what I mean? God didn't withhold anything. And so when we see in the in the scriptures where Adam and Eve thought that God was withholding something from them, which was a lie, and then they believed the lie, you know, it changed their whole relationship. But through Jesus Christ, we know that God wouldn't, is not withholding anything. He said, I, I, I didn't withhold my son. I laid him down on the altar for you. So I'm not holding anything. I'm not holding anything against you. 
he could have. He could have said, look, you disobeyed me, and it's over. But he didn't do that. And then he took it a step further, and he said, I'm not going to withhold my son because it's the only way that you can be saved and set free. I'm willing to give it to you. And so God is saying you're valuable to him, indispensable, you know, so valuable. It's like a jewel that just is just one of a kind. There is no more like you. And so God is saying you are of the utmost value to me. And so we can take away that those those stains in our lives that would cause us to say that we're not worthy of this or, or we're not worthy to 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 receive from the Lord. And we can release that and be set free from any guilt or shame or anything. It's just a religious spirit that is saying you just never you're never going to be good enough. And see, God's not saying that. But if we believe the lie, if we believe the lie, we'll live our lives as if we're never, never going to be good enough. But God has come to set the captives free. Amen. He is He is here to set you free and to know you are worthy. You are good enough because He finds you in His heart worthy. Amen. And I just pray that you get a revelation of that. That you know, whoever's listening and who will be listening to this tapes later, get a revelation of He finds you worthy. He finds you worthy and valuable, valuable. The next time you think about yourself, just think about a, a diamond. You know, you go to these jewelry stores, you say, oh, wow, look at these diamonds. And God sees you that way. It's priceless. Amen? And we need to begin to understand and see God, as, as see, see ourselves as God sees us. So that's all the Lord is telling me today, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna shut it down. It's, it's like nine o'clock, and I'm trying to keep it to thirty minutes because um, I'm learning now that people's attention spans are just so short that you know if you go past fifteen minutes, you just lose people. But Father, we just thank you for the day. I pray for every person on this on the line. I pray for every need that has been presented this past week. I've had three sisters to ask for prayer, and we just want to lift them up and just believe, God, that every petition is already granted. Every petition is already granted, and that I speak a supernatural favor, supernatural favor on the women and men of God, and that uh, Grace Through Faith Worship Center, I pray for favor over the pastors, over over. The members, I pray for extra supernatural favor, Lord God, over the jobs, situations, Lord God, over their professions, Lord God, vocations, businesses, Lord God. I pray for supernatural favor. I pray for our children that they supernatural will have favor with their teachers and the community and uh, their uh, assignments and the school. Father, I pray for favor. In the name of Jesus, and I pray for peace that surpasses all understanding that we will stay in peace, Lord God, in peace, Lord God, and that our hearts 
will be in the right place, Lord God, so that we can truly, truly receive you and be delivered from all kinds of lies that say that we're not worthy. We are worthy because you said we were worthy and that you proved it, Lord God, through the through the death and resurrection of your son Jesus for us, for me. And when you make it personal, it, it, it kicks. You know, sometimes we say, oh, it's for all of us. Died, Jesus died for all of us. No, Jesus died for you, your stinking self. He died for you. And so when you look at that, you say, oh, my God, he died for me. You mean he dragged that cross and, and he hung on the cross for my for my sins? When you begin to try to, when you begin to allow the Lord to take it personal, you take it personal. He died. He yeah, he died for the whole world, but he died for you and put your name in there. Then you there's a response. You say, well, who would do that for me? And then you can deal with the unworthiness of whatever's going on, and you say, God found me worthy. God found me worthy. So who am I to say that I'm not worthy? If we believe the story, if we believe he died for you, put your name in there. He literally did that for you. So you don't take anybody else's rejection or their opinion about you and exalt it over what Jesus did. It's a it's a mute point. It's a lie from God it's a lie from the pit of hell. That's what it is. It's a lie from the enemy. To what? To keep us in bondage. That's why we need the word. That's why we need to meditate on the word. That's why we need to focus on the Lord and Jesus because so many things will bombard you to what? To get your eyes off of him and what he did for you personally. Where would you be if you can't get a hold of that? Where would you be if you don't truly believe that and allow the Lord to touch your heart? You know, religious, oh, he died for everybody. No, he died for you. And when you go through your day and you realize that God sent his son for you and you look at yourself and you recognize that and you meditate on that, you'll find yourself worthy. You'll begin to agree with him. You have to wrestle with it maybe, but you 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 have to agree with him. For you to move further, the Lord. See, religion wants you to make it like it's a like it's a plurality thing, and it is. He said he died for the world, but he died. You're in the world. He died for you. He died for you, and he died for me. And we have to wrestle. Well, then I must be of some value. Who in the world would die for me? So bring it home. Take the scriptures and bring it home. And you wrestle with that. And you receive it. You receive that he counted you worthy. 
He counted you worthy. You get a revelation of that, you'll be turned on to Christ and everything. I mean, you you just, he counted you worthy. That whole book is written for the sake of you. He found you worthy. He he spent time and eternity to save you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So many people, especially religion, will have you be plural. So what does it do? It makes you insignificant in the thick of things. But he died for you. He sent his son on the earth for you. And once you get a revelation of that, then your responses and your reactions is going to change. Because you're going to be face-to-face with that reality and face-to-face with that truth. And it's going to change your life. You said, Lord, if you did that for me, then surely I I can do this for you. So I'm going to leave you with that because I I think there's so many lies and so many things that religious folks, they go through. But it's not a plural thing. Jesus said he died for everyone, including you. So you're just not a part of a crowd. You're a distinct individual. There's nobody that has your footprint. You're just one of a kind. There is no other Angela Payton on the face of the world. Billions and billions of people around. There'll never be another me. Never be another me. So when you wrestle with that, as you go through your week and you go through your... Don't let the enemy belittle you. You know, people may belittle you or make, you know make light of you, but God didn't. Jesus did. He loves you. He loves you. Amen. So, Lord, we thank you for everyone that's here on the line. And I, I just pray that that you just touch their heart, that they find themselves worthy. And whatever thing that raises their ugly head against the word of God, we denounce it. We denounce the lie, Lord God. We pull down any strongholds in our, in our minds, Lord God, that says that we're not worthy to receive the blessings that you have for us, Lord God. And we just bind the enemy that will cause so many people to to live out lies. And we just rebuke it and that they will be set free and delivered today. And that that will bring such a peace, but also will bring a joy and a happiness. Lord God, in their life, that Jesus, all God, Almighty God Himself, is pleased with me. He's in love with me. He's excited about me, and so I can be excited and enthusiastic about my day. I can be excited and fun-loving in a genuine way to other people because I'm finally at peace with it all and finally at peace with me. And so, Lord, I leave them with that. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So you enjoy your day. We hope to see you tomorrow at Grace Through Faith Worship Center where we are speaking and teaching the truth of God's word. You know, and so we want you to be there. 
We want you to fellowship and enjoy us, and we want to fellowship and enjoy you and just give you a big hug and let you know that God loves you. Amen. So we'll see you tomorrow at 930 at Duval Event Center in Glendale, off of Glendale Road um, in Bowie, Maryland. And you can uh, get a hold of us via our website at gtfwc.com and uh, get any more information. But just find your way out to to us and allow God to love you um, in a genuine way. Amen. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.